1: How's my radio voice? My husband
0: called during the break, you guys, and so I
1: couldn't take being away from. Let's
0: just answer it, and so I so I answered it, and I was like, "Hey, honey, I'm on the radio." And he's, I said, "You want to say hi to Steve?" And then he immediately went into his radio voice. I didn't even know he had a radio voice. That was my
1: radio voice. sounded good. (laughs) He went lower. I've
0: never heard him talk like that. I've known him for thirteen years. That Thought was wild. That was kind of sexy. And he was, he just was like, hey, oh, he goes, oh, I'm sorry. You're on the radio. And I was like, said, do you want to say hi to Steve? Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve.
1: <laughs> How are you? Maybe that means he's in a good mood. He's calling you to say, oh, I just like closed the deal.
0: He's in a, yeah, he's been in a good mood. That's good. He's a pleasant person. We had a, we had our 10th anniversary little trip last weekend and we spent just all this continuous time, just the two of us. And mm. you know, it just doesn't happen that much. It's tough. When you go on, when we go on trips too, we have a lot of friends who live other places. So we like to go and visit them. We like to do, you know, trips with our friends or with family or whatever. And it was nice to know that we still really enjoy each other's company.
1: That is, that is reassuring.
0: Without everyone, because at some point these children are going to leave us and it'll just be me and him. And if we're staring at each other, I hope we still like each other. I think we, we have a good shot. We'll see though.
1: Um, Lou, our, our little guy, Dev is now going to preschool. For a day and a half each week. So, a Wednesday, day and a half. Wednesday's all we could get them in. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So, Thursday, there's like uh, nine o'clock until three o'clock. No Dev, which means no Dev, no Lila, no Gray, no Addie. And you just
0: listed all your children. Those yes. Are all of them. None of them.
1: They're all at school. No kid there. Right. And so, there's, you know, there have been few times in her life during the last 13 years that. She's been in a home without a little child just at the the rate at which we were popping them out. You know it. what I mean? I know. So now, and, and hopefully he can get more days there. And I would just love for her to just, you know, not have to be around a, a little kid all the time. She loves him. But, you know. But so there, y- yesterday, um, after the radio show, it was like, whoa. Like, right. I stepped out she's there i don't hear any kids around no one's just outside playing and about to storm through the front door mm-hmm. and it was like now three hours now she was doing bills you know i mean it wasn't like uh super glamorous no bon-bons. But, even, but even just you know i guess just having a little bit of that alone time but it gave me i was like it was just the two of us in the house that is terribly rare just the two of us yeah in the house
0: it's a glimpse into your future
1: yeah. And I was thinking this is a good hanky panky opportunity. And she was thinking this is a good let's do the Bills opportunity. <laughs> so, you know, different strokes for different folks. Or no strokes for hey! that folks.
0: Hey! <laughs> <Elizabeth>.
1: <laughs> so I went and I made myself a sandwich.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, anyway. That was fun. I don't know why we're talking about that. It's because
0: of the radio voice.
1: Okay, so here's what I want to try really quick. Mike, we're only going to do this, and it's only going to last for five minutes, and we're only doing it because Donna is gone. (gasps) Who's listening? Fridays at 11 o'clock, we say, hey, call us. We want to hear from certain groups of people, and then we find out all sorts of listeners. It helps to color the page for us. Who's out there listening? We've done funeral workers. We've done medical professionals, state fair employees, farmers. The list has gone on. If you are a clown... Oh, yes. Or if you are a backyard Fine performer, man. a magician, a Bloom whatever. animal maker? Absolutely. What about a
0: face painter?
1: You're in. Okay. 651-641-1071. I want to find out if we have any legit clowns out there, party performers. Maybe you do the bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah scene. Let us know you come in character as someone. 651-641-1071. I just have to think that there are some clowns out there who listen to us. Donna doesn't want clowns calling because she is not a fan of clowns. She doesn't want magicians calling because she is not a fan of magicians. Come on. These are the people. These you are the entertainers. You just did a bad
0: magic trick with her that you posted on social media recently. That was oh, a I'm good
1: sorry, magic trick. Oh, I'm sorry. You just did
0: a magic trick with her.
1: Did you what? wait until the end? What did I say? When I blew everybody's mind? Yeah. That was a good magic trick.
0: I It was marginal at best. There but I like some... the effort and I like your performance.
1: Of the there were some things I could have done better as Stevanni the Illusionist. Hang on right now. Uh, uh, we have no calls coming. Uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, so we have no,
0: no clowns, no backyard performers, no balloon animal makers, no face painters. I was at a oh. Hopkins
1: Street Festival. Oh, oh, and now the clowns good are calling. Here we go. Let's just goot and talk it. Who cares? <clears throat> Hi there. You're on the Donna and good Steve experience. Hi, who's this? This is Emily. Emily, are you a clown?
2: clown but i do weddings i don't know if that falls into the category you're looking for but i perform weddings
1: like
0: why do you perform
2: though well like i i i give weddings
1: you 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 officiate you officiate
2: them yeah yeah okay i I think that counts i'd dress as a clown if i was asked (laughs) yeah
1: you listen let's face it you just called out a sympathy for us, and that makes me really respect and care about you even more. That was nice, more. Emily.
0: I think I'm that I'm a counts.
2: woman of the people, so yes. I, would, I would dress as a clown to perform a wedding.
1: Thank you, Emily. Appreciate the call. That was great. That, wedding was, that was sympathetic. All right. Guess what, guys? Another we one. one. We have a clown. No. Going. Let's go. It's Annette. Hi, Annette. I- Annette the Clown, how are you?
0: hi steve hi elizabeth how are you we're great we're doing great especially now that you called what's going on are you really
1: a, are you really a clown what's going on
2: i am i am a clown uh i am part of clowns across the river out of apple valley minnesota Apple Valley. Yay! Yay! and uh, i do parades i do charity events along with my fellow clowns my husband and i are both clowns oh wow. you married
0: a clown a clown had to marry a clown can't well, be. we're theater people first. Yeah and sure. then
2: we became clowns.
0: Yeah.
1: And do you are you a happy face clown or a sad face clown?
2: Oh, happy, happy, okay. happy. We want to do nothing but bring joy. There are too many scary clowns yeah. out
0: there. Yeah. You're so f- we are it's our mission to make sure that people understand clowns are happy, friendly people. Good clowns. Oh. Sad clowns are the ones that want to scare you. Oh, yeah. Annette, you just have a happy vibe to you, even just with your voice. How nice. Well, what thank you. Annette, what's your clown
1: name? Bobo D Clown. Bobo D Clown. I love it. Oh, Annette, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for listening to the show. And guess what? Annette's not the only clown who listens. Who do we have next, Mike? We've got a clown puppeteer. Ooh. Oh, my gosh! Hi there, Gutentag. You're on the Don and Steve Experience. Who's this?
2: Margie.
1: Hey, Margie, a clown puppeteer. Tell us what that means.
2: Well, I also spoke to you about the Norwegian speaker too. So, multi-talented. Oh. Wow, <laughs> you're checking all sorts of
1: boxes. Oh my goodness. Way to go. <laughs>
2: But, uh, my family, when I was uh, 16, 15, 16 years old, my mother's a very creative person, so we created our own puppet troupe, the Animal Cracker Puppeteers, and some of the shows were circus shows, so we dressed up as clowns, too. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, we pl- we played in the big places like Brainerd, the Talking Paul Bunyan. Our biggest show was at with Dayton's in the Sky Room. <gasps>
0: really? Oh,
3: that's fancy. Yeah. Oh, man. So
2: that was, that was fun growing up, but, you know... Now I know what the road life is like, too. It's like you had to schlep all the stages and the sound equipment. It's not as glamorous as you think. It was fun. But here's one thing you got to learn is being a clown. Mm -hmm. Because I just, you know, started doing it. You got to put something like cream or something on your face first. Because I had red around my eyes and mouth for two weeks because Mm -hmm. I used lipstick.
1: Oh. And
2: if
1: you, uh, yeah, it'll stain your skin. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So you need a base layer so that the removal of the face paint is yes. easy at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah. I think
0: that's a good advice. That's good advice as Halloween is coming up. Mm. Yes.
1: Yes. That's true. <laughs>
0: we made Chris Eggert dress up as the tin man once on Twin Cities Live and he had, so we painted his whole face silver and I think it was Ooh. silver for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I you get up was. close to him
1: now. You yeah. He you might still a see a little, silver little fleck, fleck yep. there. Uh, well, thank you so much. We appreciate the call. Listen, did it go great, that segment? No, but it went. We, we had multiple clowns call in.
0: I think that would call, qualify that as great. Do you think so? Oh, my gosh. If you're just in a room and you say, who's a clown? If you get one person, that would be wildly <laughs> successful on the radio.
3: It was sure better than state fair workers. It was the worst goodness. we ever did. It was
1: <laughs> before the state fair. We were like, yeah. let's hear from the state fair workers. Crickets.
0: Shoot. What a bummer. Yeah. We sometimes... wanted
1: people calling from the cop situation, from Sweet Martha's, people who worked at grandstand. Like nobody called, we almost canceled the bit right then and there. You should ask for
0: accountants. That might be nice. How thrilling the conversation is!
1: But you know what? (laughs) How dare you? Because then we could hear from all of these Gertrudes and Judys, and we could hear, listen to the buoyancy in their in their voice. Well, and they're
0: smart and they're organized, which is much more than I can say for myself. I could never even. I don't even understand what half of the people who have real jobs do. I, I mean, know. somebody told me once that they work in mergers and acquisitions. I mean, good God Almighty! So every what? day, are
1: you just merging
0: stuff? and acquiring? What? How? Who's merging? And who's acquiring?
1: You know how much of my only office job I just faked? It was I was in mission college. I had to run Excel, uh, do stuff with an Excel spreadsheet. Luckily, there was a guy named John Mooney who was really good with Excel spreadsheets. Every time I was like, John, I don't know what I'm doing over here, man.
0: When I was in college, we
1: I had to a go in 30 seconds.
0: Brief stint as a. A temp worker for an insurance company a health insurance company and I had to like yay or nay on some claims oh I got called into the office I was sure they were gonna say you're fired you have no idea what you're doing she told me I was the best worker they've ever had if that says a lot about what's going on there in the claims department questionable at best what an alternate life that would have been for you I was in a cube just shuffling papers Wow. apparently it was okay, That The pay was great. It was like the bad. I mean, for a temp job in college, I was crushing it. Wow.
1: Maybe accountants next week. Somebody mark that down. We'll do it. When we return, we've got a couple of studies coming your way. If you're a parent, maybe a grandparent, uh, how many times do you remember giving in to your kids' demands? How many times does this happen each and every year? I think the number's pretty low. We'll tell you about it when we return. It's done. And Steve, on my talk. Elizabeth Reese is in on the Don and Steve show in for a vacationing Donna Valentine.
0: Hi friend. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for coming in. Uh you'll be live
0: in Farmington today, Farmington, Minnesota. I will. Yeah, we've got a big show. TCL in your town. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, they are fun. It's great. It's a great chance to get out there and say hi. Also,
1: when I was there, I mean, honest to God, what you guys have done to this show since I left is cool. you've made everything better. Um, when I did it, it was they would never let the two of us out of the studio at the same time. And now you and Ben always do it together. They would never let us go on a trip together. I mean, I remember the conversations of, no, that can't happen. We can't do that. All right, so Ben and Elizabeth now together are going to freaking Hawaii. I remember uh, (laughs) tracing my lineage back to, what's it called? Oh, Ireland, my motherland. You guys booked that trip shortly after I left.
0: Yeah, I went to Ireland last May. It was awesome.
1: Um, I always wanted the show to be seen in more places. Ever since I left, it is now in many more places.
0: Duluth and Rochester, we are on WDIO and ABC6. Thanks for asking.
1: <sighs> anyway,
0: happy I previous. know. Things have really, we're also solid number one in the time period.
1: Yep. Yep, ratings have only exciting. gone up. I mean, suck it, Dr. Phil. Isn't that how you guys close out each show? Every day. <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah.
0: Every day. Yeah. It is kind of amazing, though. It's a little show that could, you know.
1: Just keeps going.
0: It's very exciting.
1: How long do you think you'll be there? You've well, been there for 15 years. Yeah,
0: once I'm about 96.5 <laughs> is when I think I'm going to hang it up.
1: If it made it to year 25.
0: I wouldn't even believe it. You know when I said when it, if it made it to year 10, I said we're going to have to come up with a backup plan. I yes. would always say that to our boss. If this show makes it till 10 years, we got to come up with a backup plan for yeah. what we're going to do with our life because it's never going to go further than that. At 10 years, turned out, they said, we're going to want you to do another half hour. Remember that? I do remember that. We did not get a 50% pay increase.
1: I also remember that.
0: But we did do that and expand the show. And then it's been going strong ever since. It's it's amazing. I don't know how long I'll I'll do it. But it's really fun. I mean, I yeah. think I'll do it until... It's not fun or it doesn't fit anymore or whatever. 20 years.
1: I think, hey, I did that in secret.
0: Oh, sorry. You made the 20 year sign. I that was you were if trying. I had
1: to place money on it. I'd have you there at year 20. And then, It just
0: doesn't get old. It's just so I fun. Know. It's like, and every day I think, I, I probably know a lot about what's going on where we live because we talk about it every day on the show and then every day there's something new that i didn't even know about
1: it is pretty remarkable in that way it's
0: really incredible and um you know people always ask me what you're doing now is he okay
1: (laughs) i say i think so somebody said to me the other day they said
0: they said it's good to see you back in minnesota I said, I live here. (laughs) I work here.
1: I'm here.
0: Ever since you left. But it's been, it's an amazing transition. And you know, we have Ben Lieber on the show and he's been on for um, a year. And that's the other exciting thing. Like once we have someone new in, it just, it just shifts the dynamic and the mm-hmm. energy, and there's just a different vibe because that person puts their own stamp on it.
1: Right, yeah. Uh, John Hansen, your original co-host, very yeah. different from Chris Haggart. Chris Haggart, very different from... I'm Bradley Trainer
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind
1: item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house
3: to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
3: is Chris Jenner,
4: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me, me, mm-hmm. very, very different from Ben. We're all different from each other.
0: I know, but also good. I mean, I just think about how lucky I've gotten to work with all of you guys. I really, I mean, you know that. We joke around, but it's, I just, it's the best. It's like this band of brothers that is so wonderful like I know all of you guys always have my back I have just like a special bond with each of you it's really wonderful
1: how does anyone get work done with Ben Lieber being in the office do people just spin their chairs around and say oh look at him he looks
0: pretty (laughs) handsome
1: he's like a like a like a Greco-Roman statue that's come to live and breathe it's like he was unthawed through marble and now here he is existing as people ask me
0: that a lot like how do you work with him I'm like it's it's, it's, yeah I just do it like it's (laughs) I mean, it's did people great. ask you that when I was uh, in the office? They thought you were so funny, okay, and so they'd say, "Does he just make you laugh all okay. the time?" Yeah. and um, and yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you just you work with someone; they're great, and it's just not really like that. Let's study. All the ladies love
4: him. Studies have shown that... Med- studies
0: have shown that the microbial... Several
4: long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve.
1: There was a poll that found the average parent caves to their kids' demands 218 times a year. Wow. And they also said that the average parent only has 190 parenting wins. I feel like that number is off. I do feel like the 218 is low because I feel like I give into a child's, if we're going to use the word demand, um, at least once a day. There's someone who rolls up on me at some point. And usually they're asking for candy. Mm -hmm. Can I have candy? Mm -hmm. Can I have a lollipop? And then I even heard my son say it, you know, because they're getting smarter now. And I heard him say to his sister um, I always just ask dad whenever he's stressed about something or if he like if he's busy with something and then they'll just come over and he'll say like, dad, can I have candy? And then it was like, yes, yes, yeah, go do whatever. Yes. And they know they're starting to manipulate me already.
0: I'm reading, um, Charlie and the chocolate Factory to the kids. Oh, and you know, the fun. new Willy Wonka movie is going to come out in December I with
1: Timothy uh, Timothee Chalamet.
0: Yep. And so we're reading it chapter by chapter. And it really does remind you that overindulging children is a bad idea because the ones who are overindulged, bad things happen to them when they go into that chocolate factory. Mike TV just got himself into a big situation last night.
1: Oh, He tried to
0: transport himself through the television and now he's tiny, tiny, tiny. tiny. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Augustus Gloop presumably drowned to death.
0: In a river of chocolate, he got sucked up through a pipe and we have no idea where he's at at this point in the
1: book. What a claustrophobic scene that is in the original movie.
0: But what a little glutton as he's just leaning over the river just shoveling the chocolate into his mouth.
1: I can't throw stones. If I loved chocolate, I, I love would it. be like if that was oh. if that was gummy like hot tamales, I'd be face first trying to eat my way through that river.
0: Plus, Willy Wonka does give mixed messages throughout the book to these children, telling them like, go in, eat whatever you want, try whatever you want, do whatever. But then when they're actually doing it, he's like, Dad, don't do that, you're getting too close. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you want kids to do.
1: How about Charlie's head almost get, gets chopped off when they're in that bubble thing and then they have to burp their way down, he and his grandfather? Oh yeah, we're not mm-hmm. to that part yet. Well, they're about to get their heads chopped off, yeah. right? Because there's a giant propeller at the top of that, right, Mike? At the top, yeah. They go right up to the top of and that then room, realize, And then they, they, they realize, it's like, Charlie, burp! Down. And then they start burping their way back down.
0: Grandpa Joe. Bizarre. Um, Speaking of Roald doll, before we move on to other studies, you know I've always had this theory that if you love... If you loved Roald doll books and stories as a child, mm-hmm. that you love Wes Anderson movies as an adult,
3: sure, I yeah. make
0: this connection. And then guess who directed the latest Wes Anderson, the latest Roald doll adaptation? Wes Anderson. How about that? I forgot wow. the title of it. So it's, this isn't so a it's not great story, Parker? but it's a different one.
1: We like to do that a lot on the show because we don't want... Teach a Land to Fish... Feed them for a lifetime, right? Feed a man a fish and feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime.
0: So just Google it if you don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yep.
1: We'll take a break. When we come back, DJ Rock Lobster in with a fresh slow jam. That's next.
4: Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I've been bringing you testimonials from listeners out there who, like me, have had success with the MNFatLoss.com program. Today, let's spotlight Elizabeth. She says, I'm a 54-year-old woman. I've struggled with losing weight, heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes. I'd lose 5 to 10 pounds, and then it would come right back. After 60 days on the MNFatLoss.com program, I was down 25 pounds. Hey, same here. Way to go, Elizabeth. Uh, I'm looking at testimonial after testimonial, people saying the same thing. It works for me if it works for elizabeth i think it'll work for you call for a free phone consultation here's the best part your consultation can be just on the phone you don't have to take a day off or get a babysitter or anything like that find success like we did with mnfatloss.com it all starts with that free consultation mnfatloss.com
0: hello
1: welcome back it's the Don and Steve experience. All
0: politics, all the time.
1: Yeah, we talk, Elizabeth and I just had a political conversation. That's it. That's our threshold. We did three minutes of politics after you berated me.
0: For what? I forgot. Where
1: I, where I live and how I live my life. Uh,
0: you berate me for how I live my life all the time. All the time. Oh it's gosh. a mutual... Disdain for
1: how the other person chooses to go about their understand
0: life. understand anything, but yet deeply care about one another. That's true. Isn't that a nice example of how the world could work? That
1: is. Yes. Yes, wow. queen. How about wow. that? Uh-oh. Speaking of political rants, here comes Rocco. <laughs> hey, Rocco. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's
2: something wrong with Rocco.
4: What
2: do you want, Rocco?
4: What
1: time
4: is it? It's rock o'clock. Yeah, State Fair. You know, hey, by the way, did you hear I'm the MC for uh Project Down in Dirty Pickleball? No way! No. Yeah. Yeah, that's great! I'm gonna be making announcements just like that, Steve. Oh,
1: that's great. That's yeah. really wonderful. That's gonna be so fun.
4: That's How like fun. So wait, three what, Fridays from now. What does that like mean?
1: Now? Well that's two Fridays from now. Jeez, really. So what's gonna be happening there? You'll uh you'll do like
4: So, there's, I mean, it's all a work in progress. Your guy Zamboni, I believe, is going to be doing play-by-play. We're going to have like a whole, uh, you know, there's going to be a... Like a uh, broadcast team. Yeah, there's going to be like people at home watching on the stream. There's going to be a play-by-play. People, uh, and I think that's also going to be mic'd at the courts? I don't that's know. That's fun. Oh my if gosh, so. are you guys going to be miked while you play pickleball? You better not swear.
1: Because look at these I mean, NFL
4: players. I mean, you could probably swear. It's, it's not going to be on, you know, radio airwaves. Well, still, you better just clarify that some before you bombs, do. some <laughs> oh, Can you say that?
3: <laughs> I I think we just know. did, man. You, did it. Uh, you can.
4: Um, well, speaking of uh, Steve judging uh, Elizabeth's lifestyle... <sighs> Um, you did sort of uh, make fun of her a couple hours ago about eating like organic hot dogs or something.
0: Weird. That's what he oh, makes the fun of wiener me. On...
4: Conversation. Yeah. The the way way I thought today
1: was <laughs> off limits, Rocco. No,
4: the wiener conversation has been slowed down for a Friday thing we call the slow jam. Okay. I'm gonna slow things down. That's right. We're gonna slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve slow jam.
0: I know a guy who ran with a 20-pound weighted vest. I don't think he was ever the same after that because his nipples were so chafed.
1: I'm covering my nipples now in solidarity. My nipples are so sensitive. I want to tell you something that I heard about Walt Disney this morning. Walt Disney... Had an affinity for hot dogs, which he called because back in that time, many more people called them
3: wieners.
0: I know. Have you seen that TikTok wiener challenge? No. No. Where women in bikinis tie a string around their waist. And then on the other end of the string, there's a hot dog. And then they just move their bodies to fling the hot dog no. and then try to get it into their mouth. Yeah. Oh. Ben Lieber oh, sh- showed me this in the other day. their own mouth? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. The human race should be they <laughs> need to be My, Taken
1: away not... now
0: <laughs> Anyway, back to the wieners. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Walt Disney The end of a long Work day Liked Weenies so much That he would Come home And he would eat Several Cold Weenies right out of the fridge. That's
0: fascinating. (laughs) Oh, Barf! A cold weenie.
3: I said that. Shocking.
0: Oh, no, it's just
1: so cold and floppy. Oh. floppy. Oh, my gosh.
0: And they're, like, wet
1: to the touch.
0: Target Field has good hot dogs. <laughs> okay. the, that twin stadium, they do a good job. Oh, yeah.
4: That was the Donna and Steve slow jam.
1: Now, now that
4: we're oh back to normal
1: gosh. speed here um that is
0: i'm crying
1: (laughs) it is worth like reveling in the fact that he would just imagine today going home there's a hot dog in your fridge you Mm -hmm. grab it by the hand you put it in your mouth take a bite and just like rip off a bite of it
4: this visual that you're painting is so uncomfortable well, and plus, he's eating, Walt Disney was alive, what, you know, we're talking about 1950s this would have been in the 50s, yeah. hot dogs, which I they probably didn't even have food laws back then. Oh, I don't no. know what
0: was going on. No. And he had a lot of money. I mean, didn't he have somebody who could just make him <laughs> some sort of souffle?
1: You know what? You actually find out that he, he did have a, a lot of money, but he was very unconcerned with money. And there were many years that Disney, the the studio, was one movie to another was the only way that they would survive. And did you know uh, Bambi, people did not like Bambi, people did not like Pinocchio, like these were real box office bombs. bombs. And they were, many people throughout Walt Disney's first part of his career there, like when he started an animation studio into when he started Disneyland, so many naysayers in his life. This book, which I am speed reading on Audible at 2.2 speed right now, has really hammered home the point of if you have a creative vision about something, do it. And when other people say, oh, maybe you shouldn't, do it. Anyway, not to say you should ignore wise counsel, but I think that you ought to ignore naysayers, people who are just are afraid to take chances and offer their easy, lazy criticism from the side. Go forth. And if you screw up, you will keep going anyway. Should I be a motivational speaker talking about the life of Walt Disney?
0: You could probably how to be a wiener what um what's the name of that book
1: it's called how to be like walt disney okay what's your problem what's your problem it's
0: not my problem i'm just asking because you said this book is hammering home the point and you're talking about how great the book is and then i I, saw the judgment i saw the judgment in your face as a listener i might want to know the name of the book because what if i want to download it and listen to it at 15 times the normal (laughs) speed and not gather anything from it and just race through it so that i can get to the next thing in life before you know it you'll be dead
1: Rocco, it's the anti-slow jam. Have you heard the speed at which I'm listening to the book? Uh, yeah, you played it for me. It was Frank
2: was we saw Walt, Frank and I would bet on whether or not he'd be spotted and mobbed. Some days he could stand around in the open with a hot dog in his hand and nobody
1: would pay any attention.
4: <laughs> See back to hot dogs. Yeah, so much hot, dogs. hot dog. He stands around with a hot dog. <laughs> I mean, in what do you
1: mouth, play like a, drinking a, yeah, a drinking game?
0: Yeah, drinking game with this uh, book. Every time you hear the word hot dog, you have to take a shot.
1: <laughs> Remember the original way that we discovered the slow jam as a segment. Is when Donna Valentine said she was listening to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, but she was like saying, Oh, but he was talking so fast. And then we checked, she had, had it in high speed. So then we realized in the moment on the show that you could do slow speed. So Rocco, uh I know all trademarks are reserved by you, but this would be a slow jam of the book that I'm listening to listening to right now. Is everybody ready? Ready?
3: Other days he couldn't move because people would throng around him. <laughs> throng. I mean,
1: it's incredible. It's incredible. Aggra- but what happens is, once you listen to it at two point two speed, long enough, when you go back to one you're like, "Come on, pal. We
0: got life is about perspective.
1: You know, it is.
4: That's Rocco's fair, but I her. think you're
0: rushing. You're rushing through it."
4: Is that
1: our first day of slow
0: chip? It might
4: be. I mean, that's one of the <laughs> freshest ones te- that we've yeah. ever had. I texted your producer saying, anything stupid lately? And they're like, right now they're talking <laughs> about nipples and wieners. That was Holly.
0: Yeah. Tune in.
4: Oh, my gosh. I love it. That, and, that was uh, good hey, times. Mike was listening. He's a dedicated listener. Absolutely. Yeah. We both text almost immediately. And <laughs> she
3: said, there's wiener talk right now. And I said, chafed uh, nipple chafing and wieners. So yeah. I think we're good. Wait,
0: in one segment. Yeah. How about that? Never know where it's going to go. It oh. is
1: always nice to have our featured fill-in uh, hosts f- featured in the slow jam as well. That's always a nice thing when we can let you hear yourself at slow speed.
0: I like it. Thank it you. is pretty nice. I feel included and appreciated. You guys are the best,
1: uh, Clumpy. What is the yeah. hipster forecast looking like for the weekend? What uh, weird well, show are you going to go see?
4: You, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the band Ween. <laughs> um, not there's a Ween tribute band. Tonight. Oh, they have
1: tribute bands. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, Alan Sparhawk from the ba- uh, the Duluth band Low, uh, puts uh, he has like a bit of a Ween tribute band with some Duluth all stars. They're going to be at the Hook and Ladder at Lake and Minnehaha tonight, and I'll be there for that.
0: You're going? Gosh, Rocco, you're so cool. I am super no. cool.
1: A couple weeks ago, he went to a real Ween concert <laughs> with Hot Adam, the engineer.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And these dudes <laughs> went to Ween, and I was like, all right. And I just can't. Ble- and Ween is wild. Like they are. They're a b- very bizarre, quirky band Very eclectic sound uh-huh. um, I just didn't know, Rocket that they were big enough to have a tribute band
4: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be something else
1: This is one of Ween's hit. What is this one?
4: This is called The Mollusk Oh, The Mollusk
1: Yes yeah.
0: A wonderful uh, filtration <laughs> system
1: I feel like this would play during Yo Gabba Gabba
4: yeah, I can see that. This ween could be for children. That's nice. Yeah, I like that instrument. That's some sort of flute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A wooden flute, I perhaps? Think it's like a synth. You know, we're recreating a flute. But yeah, it's, uh, it should be pretty A fun. synth, hey, short
0: for synthesizer. That's yeah.
1: what the people are saying now. Yeah. Rocco, is your uh, son involved in band at school playing any instruments You No, no, they school? don't...
4: I, they don't have a band at their school. It's kind of oh, weird. I know. This we, is
0: tough. This is the tough thing. Music, you really have to seek it out nowadays. True. My, yeah,
4: we tried doing guitar lessons, and he was into it for a while, and then he wasn't. And then it's hard to force, you know, your
0: kids. Like, yeah. Dude, the music thing, yeah, music forcing them to practice. I would have been so good at the flute if I would have actually practiced, like, a couple times.
1: Yeah, you had it. And then if you just would have stuck to it, like, you could be a world-renowned flautist right now.
0: It could be, like, Lizzo 2.0.
1: My son is 11 and he is playing the trumpet. They have a band program at school and he just brought home the trumpet. Son of a gun. First of all, do you know how loud the trumpet can be? Very loud. And and you're not blowing into it. He taught me this. It's like a you're like doing that noise into it. And uh, it's, and his cousin plays the trombone. I call them the Brass Brothers. These guys are a one two punch of pure volume.
0: Listening to someone learn an instrument is painful there are music teachers are saints yeah listening to that imagine if you're like i'm a great musician (laughs) i'd like to pass that talent along (laughs) and try to teach someone else to do it and then you have to listen to someone do what you love so poorly and resist the urge to rip the instrument out of the child's hand and just say just let me do
3: it
1: yeah yeah you do you have to really be patient about it and what a gift my daughter uh was in the band, and she, I remember, brought home a video, this was last year, and said, here's the band performing, and she was she was in sixth grade, she was aware of like, or two years ago in fifth grade, she was aware of like, okay, we struggle here, but then there was this calm part, and all the music stops, and right before they start going again, you very audibly hear a kid in the front row fart loudly. And <laughs> <laughs> it's talking about it forever on this video. I was like, rewind it! And sure enough, this kid really...
0: So that was the highlight that was of the it performance? For me. That's
1: what, I forget what song they were playing.
4: You, you guys, I just found out this Ween show is canceled because of COVID. No. Are you serious? No. Yeah, wait, man. what year is it? Did you rewind? No. What's happening? Did someone get COVID? I, yeah, I just, I, I opened my email because I was bored with whatever Steve was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, hey, you, you, I, I know you wanted to be on the list for tonight, but the show got moved to January 24. Well, you're going to need some uplifting Music in January of 24. No. So, yeah, DJ Rock Lobster's open tonight. Let me know if (laughs) anybody has some thoughts on what I could do.
1: What a journey this slow jam was. We come in with one. Man. Hot off the presses or cold out of the fridge. We're talking uh, hot dogs. And then we shift into Ween tribute, which I didn't even know existed. And you were legitimately (laughs) excited about it. And then at the end of the segment, Ween sadness. Now, this all that anybody will remember is Rocco does not get to go to a Ween tribute concert. <laughs> no. right?
0: there's, there's something else happening fun around Minnehaha uh, and Lake. Yeah, there's always something interesting happening at that intersection. Uh, I'll yeah, tell you that. For
1: sure. Rocco, you know what you could try tonight?
4: Tell me. Stay at home with my family? You stay home with your family. <laughs> I know.
1: Say yeah. hi, I'm your dad. All right, I gotta go. You gotta Goodbye, go. Goodbye. Yeah, well, let's do it. Goodbye. All right, when we come back, uh, we will wrap things up here on the Donna and Steve experience. Uh, if the Rolling Stones ever sell their catalog, they just said who the money ain't going to. We'll tell you about that and find out the soup of the day next.
4: It's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom's still around. Uh, Happy to have her still alive and kicking in her mid-70s here. She heard a radio ad I made for Crescent Tide once and said, Hey, all those things you were saying about Crescent Tide, about how it's not a full-service funeral home type thing, how they have the best prices around, how they're good people, uh, yeah, hook me up with them. So I did. She went in and talked to Lisa, ended up prepaying, pre-planning for a simple, cremation they start at just $800 uh, which if you look at their Google reviews or you talk to anybody uh, they'll tell you that is the best price around one of the recent Google reviews said that was three times less what another place quoted me another person said you know Crescent Tide has a really unbelievable price but they don't feel like a discount place they're really good people there and they treat you well they'll answer the phone call you back on weekends they will take care of things in ways you didn't even know you needed to take care of. Check them out today, com. My Talk Keyword Cremation.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment.
4: Oh, my gosh,
0: it's already almost over.
1: Yeah, I hope you soaked this in because I fear that you did much of during this. Sh- Let me do it again. Say it's already over.
0: What, what, what was that? Give me the say? feed
1: the line if it's already over.
0: Oh, it's over. already, it's almost already over.
1: And my fear is that you... Oh, my gosh! I just caught a rubber band that you flung at me.
0: I know. On my pinky. Incredible. I slingshotted a rubber band right at his face.
1: Um, Dang it. The joke was going to be great. People okay. are going to be loving it. It was going to be my fear is that you've done during the show what you did during my seven and a half years at Twin Cities Live, which is you took me for granted. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a gun. Also, with the rubber band, is there much more of a fearful... Position you can be in. Then, if somebody comes at you and <laughs> no. fully stretches out a rubber band, you
0: coward. You, everybody does. I, I mean, love watching is, that.
1: It is it is like the great equalizer. <laughs> like next time I go into a negotiation with the sea monster, yeah. I'm coming in with a rubber band ready
0: to slingshot. Ka-pow! Double it.
1: <laughs> Very frightening.
0: That's a power move. That was great. Um, I've had a lot of fun. I like hanging out with you guys. I think I'm going to be back in November. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, And then look forward to December 8th. I'll be on with Bradley.
1: I was almost on with you a while ago.
0: Oh, yeah. But then I I... got
1: back to it really late, and then they
0: had found... Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you should come back again. It's fun.
1: Yeah, let me know.
0: Twin Cities Live, weekdays at 3.
1: Honestly. I mean, this has been a freaking commercial for you guys. (laughs) And it honestly makes me sick.
0: That's the only reason they let me come over here.
1: I'm not even sure I'm that much of a supporter of local programming. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to be honest. Um, Rolling Stone said that if they end up selling their catalog, we heard a little new Rolling Stones music earlier. They said if they sell their catalog, it's not going Mick Jagger specifically said it's not gonna go to one of my kids.
0: Oh, the money, yeah. or you're not gonna sell
1: the money. He was like i'm just not i'm not the it's not gonna be like what's five hundred million dollars gonna do for them Is that gonna make he has a so many kids, great life. It's... I think he has five kids ranging from like six eighty to fifty two or yeah. something. Um. Wow,
0: that's quite a range. Fifty-two,
1: or like the six-year-olds. Like tomorrow's, bring your brother to work day, let's or bring look, your brother to school. Yeah,
0: let's look this up. And
1: then in comes Clark, who's fifty-eight 50, eight kids, eight kids.
0: Yeah, I thought it. What was are the age ranges? Is
3: it eight? Is six got, to fifty-two? Uh, oh boy! Oh, this is wow. wrong. Hold eight on. We'll children.
0: Five grandchildren and one great-grandchild. That was published in 2016. Though he this has grandchildren.
1: Do you know that there are people in Mick Jagger's circle whose grandchildren call? Whose grand Let me work this out. You nailed who's, it, by the way. Six to fifty-two. Six to fifty-two. Oh wow. That means like one of them has, or a bunch of them have an uncle who is six. Yeah, like some of the grandchildren, mm-hmm. right? Would have some. There's a weird. Thing the grandkids, yeah, the there. 52-year-old's kids would then be the niece and nephews of the six-year-old. Of the six-year-old. Yeah, yeah that's true. And yeah.
0: the 52-year-old's kids are probably 30, mm-hmm. 25 or 30.
1: So now the six-year-old at his class says, I'm going to bring my nephew in for art tomorrow. And their nephew is 48.
0: Mick Jagger was 73 years old when we had his when he had his youngest of eight children, Devereaux. Eight children. That's a lot of. He has eight children with five women. Now, there you go, everybody. (laughs) That's what Elizabeth says. It's a lot of baby mamas to keep track of.
1: Not to say anything.
0: It's so much. It's so. I when I think about these things, I think about you know money is one thing, but time is another thing. Mm -hmm. Who has time to manage all of those relationships? I guess the old ones you don't even have to care about anymore.
1: I think this with Nick Cannon.
0: Yeah, I, I think.
1: think. Listen, I I live with my four kids. I have four kids. They're all in that house, and there are many a day where I feel like it's tough to be a connected father. Right. And if you have like a dozen, and they're spread out over a whole bunch of baby mamas, and they're in different places, in different homes, in oh, different states,
0: it's impossible to be a connected father. You are father.
1: sacrificing. Yeah. Yeah. You Father-child relationships. You
0: aren't because time is time.
1: Time is time. Money for is. Everybody. It doesn't
0: matter. And and providing for children, is more than giving them stuff. I mean, making sure they have a roof over their head, that's great. But it's that's not what it is at its core.
1: I'm there you hungry. Go. And I would like to now find out what the Soup of the Day is.
0: Oh, this is exciting. Come
4: down for Moose Soup after! It's always a surprise. Oh no, it's broccoli cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh no, it can't be. If you're hungry, so, soup, and soup, soup so down to the South it is big. Yeah, soup
1: Hey, big baby what's up hey i heard there was by the way elizabeth reese is here from today heard there was an outdoor cookout with like steak medallions yesterday yeah we did a big steak medallions that's great for yeah. lunch high protein lunch would you do them like medium medium would you have to do medium well for the masses
3: no i i kind of was all over so i ask and how they want it i had them on the grill so i can flash them if they need them a little cooked but wow and why yeah. did we do that yesterday?
1: What was the reason?
3: Uh, because the cafe is awesome.
0: It's, that's true. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's okay. True.
1: okay. That's really great. Uh, how about the soup
3: du jour? I got a white chicken chili today, gluten-free, Ooh. dairy-free. Oh,
1: really? Wow. How yeah. are we getting the creamy base without
3: the dairy? Uh, we take half the beans and puree them with some garlic, and that is the thickening agent.
0: Really, that's really smart. That sounds delicious.
3: I like a white chicken chili. Yeah, I really do. Uh, you know, I, I think don't... it actually tastes better than having all that flour in there and butter.
0: You got all worked up about regular chili yesterday. I don't like regular yeah, he... chili. But he, he doesn't like it because of the beans, but he's talking about pureeing beans, and now you're all on board.
3: That feels better.
1: I feel like then my stomach has less work to do with those beans. Oh my god!
0: Remember when we played that game? bean boozled on twin cities live (laughs) with those jelly bellies that some of them are bad that was very fun
1: you could offer those as dessert instead of um shelly the fake baker streets one day you could just say have a have a bean boozle why is she a fake baker there's no way she's making all that stuff oh yeah i watch
3: it incredible
1: i'm learning i actually called her the fake baker and then i found out everything was real and i felt foolish
0: you just did it again though
3: Yeah. That was an accident. Her friends listen. I have to go. (laughs) All right. Bye, Brian. Bye. bye. Bye.
0: Mick Jagger's current wife, their age difference is 36 years. She was born in 1984, and he's 73.
1: Wow. I was born in 83. That would be like me being married to Mick Jagger. (laughs) What are we doing tonight? (laughs) I guess all all roads lead to Shark Tank on a Friday night, though, right? (laughs) Let's just watch Shark Tank.
0: I love Shark Holy, Tank.
1: I love Shark Tank. What a great Tank. show. It is one of the best.
0: I got to watch Golden Bachelor. It premiered last night.
1: I watched about 30 seconds of it. Yeah. And I was pleased to see when they panned out to all the women. Everybody does look age appropriate. A lot of beautiful, lovely ladies there, but they looked age appropriate. Well, no, yeah. Nobody looked over Botox.
0: No, to me. they did a certain range. Leslie so Fima good. from Minnesota, one of the contestants.
1: That's on what Golden I heard. Bachelor. That's what I heard. All right. I got to go. Uh, hey, watch her on Twin Cities Live today. Bradley, until next Bye.